This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage, a show that's bringing real help for real couples. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today's topic is pushing my wife away. Let's do this. Hey, nice uh, new intro there. I like it. Thanks. Why'd you do that? (laughs) I also have a new slogan that is, we want for your marriage, you listeners, you with the shoulders, what we want for our marriage. That's right. So how can we literally go wrong with that, right? We (laughs) want to have great relationships, great sex, a lot of money. We want to do what we enjoy. We want good uh, parenting skills with with our kids, all this stuff. We want for your marriage exactly what we want for ours. So how can you go wrong listening to us? You can't. That's a great slogan. Uh, So today's listener question was sent in by a listener, and it says, (laughs) I said said it wrong, says, pushing away my wife, says, good morning, I've been listening to your show for some time now, and I have to say, it has been a blessing. Thank you. Mm. I am wondering if you could offer some insight. Right now, I feel that I am pushing my wife away. I have trust issues that I thought were resolved, but have reappeared. I know it's pushing, I know I'm pushing my wife away, and I would just like your input as to how to work to make things better and show her that I trust her. Oh, this is a good one. It is good. Yeah, thanks for the kind words. It's a blessing to be a blessing, right? And this is interesting because I have a couple thoughts about this question. And then I'm going to pull a fast one on you. A couple of uh, thoughts about how you may do this in our relationship and how I've done it as well. Cool. So let's dive into that. (laughs) Okay. So trust issues. First of all, awareness is curative, right? I'd much rather know if I was in the woods hiking, if there's a bear behind the tree, I would, if I knew it was there, I would go and go, you know, back up, go reverse, right? Oh yeah. If you know it's there, you can prepare, right? Mm -hmm. I like that slogan. And if I don't know it's there, I'm just be walking up on it and get mauled or be scared and crap my pants. So (laughs) I don't want to do that, right? So awareness is curative. So even you writing in is good. Keep on this growth mindset path. Good job. So let's talk about the trust issues. Was there infidelity? Was she flirting around with some other dude, texting or whatever? Was it, you know, financial trust issues? What was it? Or did it has it 
literally nothing to do with your wife. <laughs> has has it, it nothing to do? <laughs> does it have nothing to do with your wife and is from a past relationship or a we, family of origins? Yeah, issue? family of origins. Yeah, right? I think, unfortunately, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of not information in this uh, question here, but it is a very important question. Anti-information. Anti-information. And I think uh, where I would start is, yes, let's figure out, let's uh, do like a, you know, in like shows... What is it where they have like a tack over here and then a tack over here and they take a red string and they a, oh like, like Sherlock map. Holmes yeah. and they go oh he was spotted at Bleecker Street going on, yeah there's, you know, there's some real there's violin going on. music oh yeah um it's like that like we need or I would love for you to figure out what are your trust issues surrounding are mm-hmm. they a parental thing family of origin like we talked about is it something that happened when you were ten mm-hmm. is it something that happened when you were twenty five from an an ex or something mm-hmm. let's figure out where they start that's the first first thing that I would say and then uh, if from if it's me saying the thing mm-hmm. uh i would shake some truth all over that mm. trust issue and say does it have anything to do with my spouse what are the triggers that cause this trust issue to kind of flare up mm-hmm. uh that could be your spouse texting or i don't know what are some triggers that you can think of talking to another man texting being on their being computer being cold phone. or like not having time to snuggle or hang out or right. whatever right but this also, so I'm going to take a therapist's point of view. Or I guess I'm not finishing my thoughts. Hmm. So I, I trust you. I would say, like, find out what your triggers are mm-hmm. and then evaluate how those triggers relate back to that real string thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like what the initial moment was or moments were that made you feel like you couldn't trust people. Shake truth all over all of that and then create like a vision for your future of how you're going to walk forward Mm -hmm. with trust. What does it look like to trust your spouse? Mm -hmm. What does it look like to not push her away? Mm -hmm. Um, That's the way that I look at it, but go ahead. Then I would ask this question. What does it look like to push her away? Like, and it says, I know I am pushing my wife away and I would like your input. So how I can work to make things better and show her that I trust her. So trust, it's not like, okay, I'm going to trust you. I mean, well, part of it is, but there's also tangible links, like to go back, like, hey, uh, wife, um, what time are you going to be home today? Right. Oh, five o'clock. She comes home at five or earlier. Oh, okay. That I can check off that yeah. tr- tr- trust mark, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to milk from the grocery store or are you going to plan this thing or do this thing or whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are all bricks in the trust wall. Right. Right. So shaking some truth on it, you can literally piece those out and if i had time and i really thought about it i could go i trust melanie because she does this 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 and this you you mm-hmm. say what you're going to do i right. mean you do what you're going to say right, right? right same thing with me it's like okay you're going to be home at five he is either going to call and say hey traffic sucks i'm mm-hmm. not going to be home at five or just be home early hey i'm home right thing. building trust from a therapist's point of view i would go hmm all right let's look at attachment styles here because there's avoidance, there's all there's several or secure attachment. There's all there's several different attachment styles. So this might be something from your childhood. Oh, I push my wife away because I have an avoidant attachment. Because every time I lean into something right. and get emotionally vulnerable, physically vulnerable, spiritually vulnerable, I kind of get screwed over, and I'm like, right, wow, that was that mm-hmm. that hurt, right? And, mm-hmm. So these patterns go on and on and on which really stem from childhood, your, your attachment styles get created in those early developmental years as a kid, right? And that has definitely come up in our relationship. Oh, avoidant or 
uh, um, uh, what is, uh, there's insecure, several. insecure stuff like that. There's secure attachment. There's mm-hmm. avoidant attachment. There's and insecure. Uh, there's a couple of other ones mm-hmm. too that aren't as prelev- prevalent. Oh my prevalent. Gosh. <laughs> uh, so I would look into that, right? A great, uh, book on that is, I think it's called just attachment by Amir Levine, uh, which is Avril Levine wrote a book. She did. It's in Canadian though. So it's kind of hard to read. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> I know. That's funny. Um, but I like how I, I say you're weird when I just said Avril Levine wrote a book. And I go, you're weird for saying it's in Canadian. It's kind of the vibe that we so, understand yeah. one another with. So uh, Can I comment on that really quick, though, the attachment part? Sure. Because I think people <laughs> don't realize that sometimes they go, oh, well, this is an attachment in a romantic relationship that's struggling. So mm-hmm. I'm not trusting my spouse. And then they go, when did this when did I learn this? And they might try to go look at another romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. This can be something you learned. Even if you're a man, you learn from your dad. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was this theoretical. Like I, my dad said he would play baseball with me and then I would show up, uh, you know, every Thursday and he would never show up or mm-hmm. he would show up three hours late or he would do like, we learn that people are not trustworthy, that some people aren't trustworthy. And then we kind of overlay it onto everyone mm-hmm. else. And so then we say, well, I can't, if I actually give my whole self to my dad and show up every time, I'm only mm. going to what? Get hurt. Be disappointed. Right? Be, so be let down. Mm-hmm. Then the, the answer in quotes is I just won't allow myself to like be fully invested in my dad. That just isn't wise. Well, not only your dad, but in, yeah, your, I know. in your partner, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I, I can't do that because it was so ingrained in me with my dad or with my yeah. mom or with other relationships that it, it, I, it's so hard to go there, right? But in in order to get through something, the only way out is through, right? Right. So we have to first identify this and then do the hard work. Read about attachments. Listen to more podcasts mm-hmm. about attachments. Identify each thing. And then when we are learning about attachments and identifying triggers and stuff like that, then we can go, okay, now we're going to build our trust wall, right? Mm-hmm. Here's another brick. Here's another brick. We're going to put that in. Who's dinging all the time? Me, there? it's over there. <laughs> Don't. Let's go. Don't people know we're trying to do a world famous podcast? They should. Uh, but anyway, what were you saying about it then? I think you were saying more things about attachment. You got mad at me when I used the dad example. I got mad at you. You did projecting. <laughs> well, I, okay. So back to the all the the ways that we deal with this. So how do we? You say at the end, how mm-hmm. can I work to make things better and show her that I trust her? Mm-hmm. First, you have to do that for yourself. You can't project onto her this like i trust you i trust you and Mm -hmm. then you actually don't right so that won't work you have to make sure you actually trust her and so if it takes writing it all out like journaling out the the mess that's in your head the the confusing thoughts the confusing behaviors do that like take it take it out of your head there's a book called cleaning up your mental mess by dr Coraline leaf caroline leaf Uh, and um it made me think of that but Get the stuff out of your head that is not helpful to you and replace it with things that are. Mm-hmm. So even if right now you you kind of don't feel trusting of her, like if that is a vibe that's there, figure out how you want to be. Like I said earlier, create like a vision of what does a let's let's give this guy a name. Pablo. How does does Pablo wants to trust Andrea and Andrea? Maybe Andrea is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Pablo's dad was not good to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so. Pablo does not know what it's like to be a trusting person in a relationship. He right. just doesn't have that, didn't have that mirror, what is it? Not mirrored, m- modeled mm-hmm. um, when he was younger, doesn't know how to do it. His parents didn't do that. So he needs to see what is the most healthy version of Pablo that trusts Andrea 
and then imagine it in his Pabloian mind. It's going to blow your mind. So visualize it. Yes. What would it look like for me today? You can do... Uh, well, a person the, of Pablo. Right. The, the power of vis- visualization is amazing. And I find it most helpful to start it, to do it in the morning mm-hmm. because then your day flows out from that. <coughs> so Whoa. Pablo would say to himself, he says... Pablo says to himself, he says... I see myself trusting Andrea today. Right, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go looking for things because what we uh, look for, oftentimes we find. Yep. Right, and well, you can go looking for things, but look for the trustworthy things. Look the for why you trust things. her. Yeah. Right. Look at why she is an asset to you and to your life, and if you have kids, your overall family. Right. right? So visualize you trusting your wife in this. Right. Pablo. Pablo. <laughs> right. And then Pablo, visualize you doing something different. When you mm-hmm. feel like pushing her away, right? Maybe it's physically. Maybe you're pushing her away physically. Oh, she's too needy or this or that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, don't touch me, all this stuff. Like, oh, wait a minute. That's that's a form of me pushing her away. Let right. me think about that for a minute with my frontal lobe, my frontal cortex. Use them lobes. Use them lobes and go, hmm, okay, let me think about this. Why am I doing that? What? So earlier I did my visualization so I can trust her in this. Right, and we're linking these things up. We're stacking, right? right? Let's make a, a power stack, a marriage power stack. So after the vis- visualization, then you're thinking, okay, I can trust her here, and then this is why I, I, this is what I want to do. What my my brains have ruts in. This is what I'm used to doing. You know, mm-hmm. we go to what we know, but I'm I'm not going to do that this time, Pablo. The the literal po- the power of using your own name in this is. Re- I just listened to a podcast on it this morning oh. about using your name in the in the oh. first person, like Seth. You can do this, Seth. I see you the doing this. The person of Seth. The person of Seth, right? And do that, and go okay, and then talk about it. Hey, I am working on pushing, not pushing you away. I, Pablo. I, Pablo, am working on not push, pushing you, Andrea, Andrea, away. I just got now she's French. Uh, <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, I think I lost my brain just a minute there. Um, I am working on not pushing you away because I want to be close to you, right? right? And I've identified that it's the attachment style that I got from my dad. Right. You know, when I was 10, 12, 13 years old. I'm not going to do that with you. I'm not going to perpetuate that. And right. now, remember stacking? Okay, now you're going to do pigs. So your intention today, prayer, intention, goals, gratitude, service, is, hey, I intend not to push you away. Yeah. And if those feelings come up, I'm going to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. And then my goal is to be a different kick-ass husband. Right. Here. And you know what's interesting, too, is you said, I, I'm going to have those feelings. I'm going to talk to you about it. Mm. You can also talk to your feelings about it. Tell your feelings to go take a hike. These are not the Pabloic feelings that we want. Positive Pabloic feelings. We just are done with these negative. This? I don't know. Um, but I, you can literally, uh, Joyce Meyer says it. I love the way she says it. She goes, you don't have to believe every stupid thought that falls into your head. Mm. Right? I, I, oh, I'm so dumb. I couldn't, whatever. No, you're not. Don't mm-hmm. believe it. Say, oh, that was a thought I don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Just like if a fly flies in the window of your house, you don't go... He's in here. He's going to stay. I mean, a wasp flew in here the other day when I was editing and I was like, oh, that's a wasp. I'm going to open the window and escort him out. Right. Wally wasp has got to get out of here. Everything has names. I know, but it's good. So, but but listen, uh you don't just believe every thought that stumbles into your head. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that like in that same way, you can do pigs. You can tell Andrea how you want her to be. Uh, But then if you have a thought that feels distrusting or you see a behavior in action, 
say something about it in to yourself, to the thought, to the if action. You see something, to the say something. That's right. Like when you're at the airport, if you see a suspicious bag. Get these bag, toxins out of these moccasins. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, cool. that was pretty good. Only you no, can prevent forest fires. that was a tobacco thing that we did in Indian country. Oh, I know. Yeah. It. So uh, don't, yeah, don't put toxins in your moccasins. Mo- moccasins. Uh, and so Marissa Peer talks about, and there's all kinds of research around this, and I absolutely love this, and I did this with one of our kids yesterday, I think. When you say, when you find yourself talking negatively to yourself, mm. negative self-talk, the negative tape recorder that we all have to some degree, and we go, oh, I'm not, I'm, st- I'm so, you know, I mean, sometimes we say, oh, I'm so stupid, right? Or I'm not good at that. Subconsciously, your brain goes, oh, Seth is a person that isn't good at that. Okay. But, well, well I, okay, I'm taking that as truth, so mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure because I heard the words, I'm going to make sure that whatever we do or mm-hmm. say or think or right. participate in, make sure that, that he, he's not good at that. Right. Right. So it is so freaking trippy. And I think I say this, I said it to a client yesterday. The entire reason that I became a psychotherapist, that I studied psychology, social psychology, all kinds of stuff is because of one book that just blew my brains out. And it was like the it's like a, it's like there's an organism inside your brain. Still, it's like yeah. an organism within an organism that can can do things to save itself from itself. Yes. And so your brain actually goes, oh, wait a minute. So your brain said it. There's like a sub-shadow part of your brain that goes, oh, they said it. So I'm going to do in the background work to not do to make sure that's happens or whatever. Right. So let's flip that on its ear, as you say. Mm-hmm. Hey, Seth, you got this. Right. Hey, you are a husband. You mean Pablo? Yeah. Hey, Pablo, you got this. Pablo is a man, is a husband that doesn't push people away. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we better get to work, other brain. Um, mm-hmm. Let's work on not pushing people away. Well, and it's like that idea they say the wolf you feed is the wolf that lives. We all have two wolves <laughs> inside of us. Whichever one we feed grows. Right. And so it's it's almost like, or it's not almost, it is exactly the mm-hmm. idea of feed the negative wolf. That's what you're going to get more of, right? Feed the one that's positive and growth mindset and can do it and has got a little bit of grit in his paws. The neon wolf. Feed the neon, neon. Feed the neon wolf and you will find the the power (laughs) and the strength. Feed the neon wolf. (laughs) Right. Uh, But I I think this is a really great question and it sort of illuminates uh, and it illustrates and brings Mm -hmm. to light the way that the way we think about things impacts how we behave in them. And mm-hmm. I love your awareness, Pablo. I think it's awesome that you wrote in Pablo. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Bob. But <laughs> Pobs, <laughs> Calvin and Pobs. Anyway, the other thought I was going to say though, mm-hmm. is even if you work through this once, even if you hear this episode and you go, ah, huzzah, now I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. And you work on it. That does not mean that forever you will have the solution. Like, that because new moments arrive mm-hmm. that might trigger that same feeling in an in manifested in a new way. The I'll use a good example. Like I might have some issue with Seth before we have children that I'm like, oh, trust issues. I've got them nailed down, figured it out. Mm-hmm. We did this. We blah blah blah. Whatever. Five years later, I have a five year old kid. And then all of a sudden something happens with that kid Mm -hmm. that brings that trust issue right back up to the front because what if it's something happened to me when I was five? Right. So I wanted to make that point clearly known and make people aware of that. Yeah. You can work through something once and then find yourself facing it again. That does not mean you failed. Mm -hmm. That means you're a complex thinking human being and things trigger thoughts and feelings. And that's it's totally to be expected. Because let's give ourselves some grace here. So I've never 
me, I've never been a person that has been married for 17 years. <laughs> I will be come August 7th on our anniversary, right? right? But I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Well, Seth, you've been married 16 years. You should learn this stuff. Yeah, okay. But I haven't been married 17 years. Maybe that's a whole different thing. And here's the other example that I want to reinforce what you're mm-hmm. saying. So I've, I have a driver's license. I've been driving for a long time, mm-hmm. right? Have I driven in a sandstorm before? Or super, I mean, I guess most conditions. But yesterday, I was on I-5, right, doing about 65 miles an hour. And there was this Jeep, like an old Jeep, in the in the middle lane. And, like, there's a, there's a bump in the on mm-hmm, I-5, right. one of the little connector things. And then, boom, his front, his whole front axle, his <gasps> two front wheels started going. What? Like that. Just, like, bonkers, right? You so, moved the whole camera. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so that guy probably had a driver's license for, I don't know, at least 20 years. Has that ever happened to him? Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. I know. I thought, okay, well, I'm going to see a massive crash here. And I, like, got over and he, like, put the brakes on and slowed down. But it was it was crazy, oh right? Oh, my gosh. But the point is, he's probably been driving for 20 right. years. And probably commuted on I-5 a million times. Right. But did, did his whole rack and pinion on his front steering axle blow up? Rack and pinion. That's what it's called. It's like that a, sounds like a posh coffee bar in Nashville. Rack and Pinion. Oh where God. everyone has like a waxed mustache and a, a in, waxed in canvas. Nash Vegas, you mean? Nash Vegas. Rack so and the point pinion. is, okay, yeah. And I'd this, like a this matcha, is a really, please. A matcha. This is, yeah. This is a really good point because so many people, I know we've had this argument before. It's like, what? We keep on doing this thing over and over and over. Well, right. this is the first time you've ever experienced your, you know, 986th day of marriage. Right. This is the first, you know. <laughs> it's like you on our zero turn mower Stop yesterday. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea a zero turn mower would be the hardest thing to steer they ever. Are, but we're we're you're getting the hang of it. My lady. respect for zero turn mower users literally went from zero to out of this world because I'm like I right I can't even think about doing that. Speaking of out of this world, so I hope I hope this helps you, uh, Pablo. Yes, yes. Uh, Thank you for the, the words question. And go with it, right, keep on doing the work. Also, so speaking of out of this world, hello. What's going on <laughs> on August sixth, Mel? I don't know. Tell me all about it, Seth. <laughs> the Back to Basics Boot Camp, y'all. That's right. We are doing an all day event. The first part is free. But if you're a VIP, come to the second part, which is at our house. In our backyard. In our backyard. Hello. Where we're going to get real. We're going to get dirty. We're going to get intensive for your marriage. And we're going to come out with a plan. They might if people want to come right. to grass. So if you come to our event, again, it is August 6th in Maple Valley, Washington, literally across the street from our house. It is where we got married, you guys. Mm. The day after our event is our 17th wedding anniversary, That's which right. is just amazing. But anyway, the event itself, the first session is four topics long. <laughs> Not how you say that sentence we're going to cover family of origin unspoken expectations uh i always uh sex and intimacy with dr tina Shermer sellers mm-hmm. in real life um and then we are going to do a vision plan vision vision planning planning mm-hmm. and then we're going to break for lunch y'all go do whatever and if you get the vip tickets this is the thing in our backyard we are going to go through everything we learned in the back to basics boot camp morning session and put it in your field manual for your marriage and we're going to help you do that That's there's right. limited access to the backyard stuff because y'all our backyard's not that big no it's really big but is. there is limited access because we want to give you mm-hmm. personal one-on-one mm-hmm. time and it is going to be absolutely phenomenal that's right and then after we've been working on our marriage all day oh, doing yeah. some real good work giving ourselves pats on the back because you guys are doing the work mm-hmm. and you want a better marriage than what you have now mm-hmm. so do we we're gonna go have a huge party 
in downtown Seattle. We're going to hang out. We're going to play bocce ball. It's actually this really awesome, amazing German uh, bar that we had our first Seattle AOM meetup at. Mm -hmm. People came from Canada, all over the place. It was awesome. But then that evening and night into the night, we're going to hang out. We're going to drink. You know, maybe some beverages. I don't know. We're going to eat some pretzels. We're going to have some. I ain't some, drinking anything if there's no uh, some, Ramos uh, gin fizz. Well, there might be. But anyway, you guys, August 6th, back to basics boot camp, right? Back to basics boot camp right across the street. It's a beautiful venue. You're, we're going to blow up our Instagram on it. You guys don't miss it. It's right. going to be awesome. All right. We love you guys. Thank you for sending in the question. If you have a question to get answered on the list show, go to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and send that question in. But again, go get your tickets for the Back to That's Basics right. Boot Camp, August 6th. We love you, and we'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. bye. bye.